Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Who wants cream? Nobody? Okay, no cream. This is Dirt and Sprague. Guys, we've made a great effort so far. Let's just keep it up. That's right! We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? We've got to keep our composure. We've got too far. There's too much to lose. We've got to keep our composure. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. A lot of pressure. You gotta rise above it. Mm-hmm. You gotta harness into good energy, block out the bad. Harness, energy, block, bad. Uh-huh. Feel the flow happy. Feel it. It's circular. Dirt and spray gone 1080. Hey guys. Oh, big gulps, huh? Alright. Well, see you later. The fan. Alright, welcome back in. Hour number two. Dirt and spray here. On uh, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 the fan. I uh, I have a fear at one point our producer is going to murder us. Why? What happened now? What did he do? He had a very obvious prominent eye roll before we broke that last segment. Oh, okay. I don't know if he knows we can see him. What or are we eye rolling like, over? What did we do? Us. He's eye rolling oh, okay. us. Yeah. Well, you're we were, an idiot. I mean, I roll. I eye roll at you all the time. We were two and a half minutes over the break. Yeah. Would you shut your mouth over there? I can't, he whispers to my ear. Four. <laughs> Four. Hey, seven oh five. We're right on time. What do you want? Well, yeah, the thing about this, I've told him this for years. Literally nothing will happen to him after the show today. No, it'll be okay. Nothing. It'll be all right. And he still gets mad at us. He hates us. <laughs> how do you, how we get you to I not don't think hate so. us? You know, here, this, here's the thing. Get out on time. Jason Swigart. Well, why does that matter to you? I've always wondered that. It bothers you so much, but it does nothing to do with you. He's a stickler for the rules. He was a teacher's pet in school. This is <laughs> Jason Swigart. brown noser. Follow the rules. <laughs> this is not a case of Swag being mad at us. You think, could you see Swag? Lining up for the fire drill. 
We're not in alphabetical order. <laughs> Tallest to smallest. I'm in the back. <laughs> this is, he's not mad at us. He's mad at his dad. And by his dad, I mean he's mad at the Portland Pilots. I think the Pilots are bringing him down. I think, the, I think they're bringing his energy down. It, it, it is he, had, he had a bounce to his step a couple of weeks ago. Man, when they beat Villanova. He was feeling good. He's coming in. Guns blazing from the hip. Cocky like, hey. sniffing. We could go to Eugene and do it. Here we go. And the Ducks broke him. The Ducks broke It'll happen to the best of them. But the Ducks broke him. And he's 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 sauntering around the building with his head down right now. He needs a win tonight. I'm putting that as a poll question. Did the Oregon Ducks break <laughs> Jason Swigard? He's, I came in early the other day now that I'm early bird dirt, although I wasn't today because I had a dump before I left the house. But he came in and was like, of course your Ducks had hit all those threes. And I started yelling at me. I'm like, I don't even know anything about college basketball. Why are you yelling at me about? It's like they played. <laughs> they did. Did they win? Did they win the game? Yeah. Hopefully they did. And then they went like one for 14 at Colorado. See, I told See, you. And I'm like, I told you. Yeah. They scored 41 points against Colorado. You're allowing the college basketball season to determine your mood too much. You got to stop. Like, yeah. them, the pilots losing is no bearing on you. You're just the guy <laughs> calling the action. You're, you're not like, in jeopardy. You're just along for the ride. They're not saying, hey, swag's also on the hot seat. They're not doing that. <laughs> if anything, you got a chance to move up and get a bigger gig. Should be happy. I love it. You know, you're 50 years old. You want to be mad over the clock over four minutes? We got too much. We don't have time. Smoke a joint. Put your feet up. Everything's all right. Let's smoke a joint today after the show. Calm down. I got some California Kush that you would love. I'd love to hear Swag call a game high. That'd be great. I just love to be around him high. I think he'd be fun. I do. I do too. I've always said it, and I we saw this with the picture that we talked about about a week or two ago. Remember the picture in Corvallis where he's next to Benny the Beaver, and he looks like he's high. <laughs> yes. And we had some people go back and look at that photo. And go, my God, I never saw this before. Yeah, he's playing with his tail. That would be swag if he did weed. He just had a he just have a perpetual grin on just his face. Just a goofy little grin, his eyes are kind of closed. That was swag <laughs> drunk. Imagine swag on the flower. Yeah, he'd feel great. He'd the feel flower great. takes you to happy places, man. You feel nothing but love when you're on the flower. So for our sanity, let's all root for the Pilots tonight. Hopefully they're going to win. Are they playing? They're playing the Dons. Oh, they're not going to win there. <laughs> well, the Dons have lost 4 out of 5. Listen updates, Brandon. What have God. the Pilots lost? A lot. 5 in a row. <laughs> <laughs> It's two, need to get healthy. You got two desperate teams. One and four versus 0 oh and five. Colliding. Needing a win tonight. Is it home? Good. Child Center? Or it game? is at the Child Center. At the Child Center. Because I got to get this because I go to Spokane on Saturday. Rut rope. Just, uh, I heard this on, <laughs> on primetime yesterday. Just just don't make comments that the NC State commentator made. Don't go political. With yeah, don't go uh, that. No. Don't talk about I, illegal I don't immigrants. know why any. And he's camping in the paint like they do in downtown Portland. <laughs> yeah. Pilots down 10. We're back more on 910 ESPN Portland. Do you see the guy in San Francisco go viral for hosing the homeless dude? Dude, it's a woman. Woman. Okay, I didn't watch the whole video. That That's the line you pull out. Would you say the pilots are hosing them off like a homeless person in San Francisco? Is it possible to sympathize <laughs> with great, our? That's a great line right there. With our business owners, but also like watch that video and feel like God, this is very inhumane. What's going on in this video? I mean, both can be true. It's very inhumane, but also if you own a business and there's some homeless person out front of your business that's keeping people from coming into your business and the city's not doing anything about it. Well, I saw Coach. Is it? It's Cotech, right? Not Kodak. Kotech. Kotech. Our new Kina. governor. Tina Kotech. Kotech. Yeah. Uh, she declared an emergency for a houseless situation. Yeah, it opens you up to some federal funds. And uh, I had noticed a couple weeks back driving home, a lot of trucks on the side of roads packing stuff up. And I went, oh, they're 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 actually cleaning streets. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Um, 
And then I drove into work today and I said, I think their camp got bigger. I think they stole more stuff. Yeah, it's getting weird. They're all coming back and like stronger. There's like brand new Costco black and yellow bins. And I'm like, you didn't. You didn't sit on the corner and get enough money for all of those. No, no you did not. And, uh, yeah, I think we're coming to a head here. There's a, there's a shop right across the street out our window right <laughs> when we walk out of our studio. There was a guy. He was catwashing himself. And I'm, I'm quite – I'm telling you, like, he was, like, licking his wrist and then, like, wiping his head. He looked – and he was doing it very fast. And I was like, man, that's a ride that he's on right now. The next day, there were humongous – Heavy ass stones put on that porch. He, yeah. You're not coming back. No, you're not. Uh, not not happening. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen around here. But the point of the whole thing that we're talking about is stop peeing in our Cheerios and <laughs> smile a little bit. It'll be okay. We're all friends here. Somebody said swag is unconsolable after Hops losses too. You wear it too much on your sleeve. You really you know? do. I think that's a. You got to ride the ebbs and flows. Well, of you the get season. to know everybody in the organization. And and you you know you kind of empathize. They're they're going living with it. They're good people. They're they're you know trying to they put their heart and souls into it. And you want success for them. I I understand that. I've been there before, but I wasn't mean to other people because of losses. <laughs> that eye roll was mean. That was mean. Very negative eye roll. Very mean of you. It was almost like a, I don't even know what you're talking. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're so used to doing it to us. That's <laughs> why. That was a very like I hate working with these guys. These idiots. Would but, you uh, shut up over there? I hope for our sakes the pilots win today. Let's go, pilots. It's gonna win. Uh, the Ducks got a major transfer in Jordan Birch. That they did, Bob. South Carolina edge rusher. Uh, edge rusher. Yesterday, that was big news. I saw one of our buddies over in uh, the Carolinas, <laughs> Mark Ryan, tweeted something to the effect of, "Deal for Jordan Birch at Oregon in the works for two weeks. Nike money, check." Uh, what do you call it? Uh, when you're illegal or uh, tampering, tampering. Yeah. check. Like he went through a checkbox of basically accusing Oregon of breaking all the rules to get Jordan Birch to transfer. And, you know, I, it's fine to feel that way. I'm sure there's stuff going on in college football that's not right. But as many people, Oregon Duck fans, pointed out in the responses to that tweet, do you have any evidence, or no. are we just concluding that, check, indeed, this did happen? I mean, I'm sure some of this happened. There's no evidence to prove it, though. Uh, the, other, the, 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 the ironic part of an SEC fan complaining about a Pac-12 school doing something illegal to get a player is just, it's just perfect. Yeah. My program lost a national championship because an SEC school paid a pastor $250,000 <laughs> in cold hard cash. Okay? That doesn't give me that opportunity back. I don't get to go play Auburn with their backup quarterback, and the NCAA did nothing about it. So why don't you just sit down and shut up? God right? wanted Cam Newton to Jesus, go to Auburn. Jesus would take the cash. What would Jesus do? He'd take the cash to go to Auburn and win a national championship. Uh, this was a big deal, though. Like, you know, we've known uh, for anybody who you don't have to be a football savant. If you watched Oregon this year, you knew what sucked. Their defense, and particularly their front seven, it was not good. They couldn't create pressure on the quarterback. They weren't good against the run. It was bad. It was awful, and it reared its ugly head at the worst time when you blew a 20-point lead in a rivalry game against a team that couldn't throw the football. Uh, th this, this is a big deal. He was the number eight overall recruit in the country coming out in 2020. Five-star kid. Had two really solid years at South Carolina. I think he was the number two guy in QB hurries at, in all of the SEC last year. Um, and for all the the notes about shenanigans and Nike money and all that, 
the untold layer of this story is also that he was very close to going to Georgia, who recruited him to go to Georgia. Dan Lanning did. Yeah. And he didn't end up going to Georgia because he saw that Georgia has 37 first-round NFL draft picks on their defensive line, and I want to play right away. And that was the primary reason. He's also a South Carolina kid. Um, I don't know why he decided to leave South Carolina. Maybe NIL money was a big part of it. I don't really care. It's legal. We needed a better defensive line, and welcome to the family, Jordan Birch. This is a big deal. Dan Lanning is overturning the entire roster, it feels like, and the emphasis that he's put on the defensive line. Like Anybody who is an Oregon fan, if you watch, you could have one wish. It would be like, can we just get better on defense? Can we get better up front on defense? And the way he attacked it in the recruiting cycle, the amount of kids he signed, the guys that he's got now, two starting linebackers in the transfer portal, uh, now a starting defensive end that's going to replace DJ Johnson and be better than DJ Johnson, it's a big get for Oregon. Uh, do you guys have too many defensive linemen now? You can never have too many defensive linemen. Because the reality, like just like we were talking about earlier with Heward, half those recruits aren't going to pan out. I know, but it does feel like you guys have two, you have two defensive lines now, and you're just going to rotate them back and Let's forth. go, baby. You can never have too many bodies because five of those kids will end up sucking and transferring and not playing, and so you want to make sure you cast as wide a net as you possibly can. When Mario was here in Eugene, he was always saying that, right? Because he came from the SEC. He's like, we got to get bigger. Gotta we got to get, get bigger. We need those horses. We need those hogs. And you saw it on the offensive line. I think Dan Lanning, you use Oregon State, that's probably a great example. I think Dan Lanning all season, and then especially in the Oregon State game, was like, so wait a minute. That team's not throwing the ball anymore. And we can't stop them. Everybody in this building (laughs) knows it. Everybody on TV knows they won't throw. And we're not stopping a damn thing. And I think Dan Lanning walked off that field and said, okay, all right. I'm going to bring in 10 guys. This is the beauty of college football. It's not the NBA where it's like, hey, the Blazers have weaknesses. How do you get better? Well, you got to trade a guy. You got to draft a guy. Like, This is college football. It is the Wild West. There are players in the transfer portal. There is no salary cap. You can go get essentially whoever you want. And and he, is, he has done that this offseason. And I saw Oregon State went and got a, uh, a linebacker from Utah. Yes, they did. And uh, I'm excited about that. So both programs are hitting the portal, and they're portaling very hard. USC got a big-time D-lineman, too, from A&M. He was one of their big... Big recruits in that last year's record-breaking class. His name escapes me off the top of my yeah. head, but he uh, played sparingly as a true freshman, entered the portal immediately, and he committed yesterday to USC. So some big-time defensive help coming to Pac-12 school. It sure feels like the two, all these programs that we talk about for next year, it all feels like they're running on that momentum, yeah. and they're doing everything to go into next season with the necessary talent to win the conference. Yeah, we all know the offenses are going to be good. The, the reality is whoever ends up having the best defense of the bunch will probably end up winning the conference, and it's an arms race to see who can get there. Stuff breaks for you, man, because you know who has the best defense. Hmm? I mean, you're losing, guys. There's guys moving on. You don't have a 37-year-old Jaden Grant anymore. Hey, hey, we'll bring him back, though, for a ninth year. Sign him gladly. <laughs> bring him with Cam McCormick. Somehow get another, another eligibility. Those guys should be playing together. They really should. Uh, this is a wild story out of sports, and I want to get to it before we talk to Matthew Collar, who covers the Vikings, and I'll tell you what it is next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tim Barkley at 8. Matthew Collar covering the Vikings coming up here at the bottom of the hour. The Vikings are going to lose at home in the playoffs. And what has he made of what this season is? Uh, but I want to get to this story. Uh, by the way, Kevin Warren has left the Big Ten. He's going to go be the Bears president and CEO. So can we get USC and UCLA to change their minds and come back to us? Can we get a take-back season on that deal? That'd be great. Be nice if we could. Uh, it would really help our media rights deal, that's for sure. That it would. Uh, Jaden Rashada, <laughs> a name that some Duck fans are familiar with because at one point he was thought to maybe be an Oregon Duck quarterback guy. Very close to Mario Cristobal. Very close to Mario. And then Mario is in Miami, and Jaden Rashada becomes a Miami kid. Oh, here we go. Mario's got his quarterback. And then out of nowhere at the end of the season, he flipped. And this really stunned people. He flipped from Miami and became a commit to Florida. We just did a segment on him like last week because the Athletic came out with a piece on him and how important it was that Florida was looking good at times and winning games this year. And Miami was getting their teeth kicked in by Middle Tennessee State. And, you know, naturally when you flip from a Miami to a Florida and you do it so late, it leads a lot of people to go, oh, we know what Florida did. Yeah, they gave him the bag. He was the kid originally that it was like, Miami paid $8, 9000000 million to get. And it's like, well, no, they didn't. But that was the initial rumor out of it. We really got to stop saying that stuff out loud. <laughs> There's been zero evidence that this is happening at the level in yep. which people indicate with NIL. They've done averages. The averages don't indicate this. I just, we need to collectively, I heard this a lot yesterday, we need to stop throwing out figures that aren't real. Well, they paid that kid $6 million. Uh, give Drake May $8 million. <laughs> There's no evidence of that. If we see it, okay. But if we don't, we really need something. Every player is making 3 to $5 million. Yep. But Jaden Rashada apparently was going to get this big NIL deal from Florida, so he switches late. Signing day comes. He signs. He commits. Hey, okay, here we go. Billy Napier's got his guy. Signed his national letter of intent. Well, he was an early enrollee. And he never showed up to campus. <laughs> and then a couple days went by and people went, whoa. And then they started looking into it and they realized he didn't file any of his paperwork to actually be a student at the University of Florida. He's technically in, enrolled in the registry, though. 
It's it's an odd situation. It's a bit of a Devin Williams situation, if you will, not to bring up a, a tough one, but it's a it's bit, not it, tough. He didn't really do a lot for you guys, and he's gone. No. I'm not hurt by that, but I, yeah, it's very. Thank you. That's a good comp because he was like enrolled, but not really enrolled, and they put him up on the register, and it's like, oh, okay, is he here? But he's not here. Difference is, I think they, as a program, know to take his stuff off of the roster, whereas Oregon State kept it up there for like five months. They did, yeah. And now he's still not there, and many people are suspecting that his NIL deal fell through, and now he doesn't want to go. His father was asked just yesterday, and he said, we're working through some things right now with Florida. So now we don't know if this five-star kid is going to show up because he doesn't know if he's going to get paid or if he's going to reopen his commit, his re, you know, his recruiting and wait for the next signing day. Well, they'd have to let him out of his his, his national letter, uh, letter of intent. He signed it, technically, so he has to get released by Florida. This is a bizarre story. Yeah, this is not a verbal commitment like he had with Miami, where it's just, I'm going to go to this school, you can say whatever you want after that. There's no binding agreement. You just verbally tweeted out and had a cool graphic on your Twitter page and said, I'm going to Miami. That's not a contract. You've essentially signed a contract with Florida that you're going to play college football there, and he needs them to release him from that. And the date to keep in mind is tomorrow so he is enrolled he's an early enrollee he technically shows up on the florida university registry of students but their their classes started this week and if he wants to be an early enrollee and be a part of spring football and all that he has to show up tomorrow because that's the deadline to be a student in whatever semester term i don't know how they do it in florida but tomorrow is the deadline because he has to start after you could you can't enroll after a week of classes and so if he's not in by tomorrow there's no spring football there's no early enrollee all that is gone and as soon as he can show up to start taking classes and all that uh, would be the summer this is bananas this, i mean it's a wild story not only the first decommitment but now you signed you signed on the dotted line you were, there was just a piece in The Athletic last week where you and your dad did an interview about how great Florida is and the close you know, nature of that recruiting class and Billy Napier is taking them places and all this. And now a week later, he initially tried to deny these rumors yesterday. Rashada did, said, I'm not asking for out. And then his dad was like, well, we're trying to work through some things. So we'll, we'll let you know. We'll keep you in the loop. It, this is a wild, wild story. Is it not pretty clear that this is about money? You would imagine There's it is. There's no other reason that there'd be a hang-up here. He's in the Bay Area. He's He has hasn't yet, according to 24-7, his, his dad said he hasn't enrolled yet. And so constant conversations and in talks with Florida while indicating that he doesn't want to be released from his commitment, to me, just smells like money. It almost makes me want to take a Colin Coward stance. Not a leader. Don't want him. I tend to agree with you. Like, if, that, if, if you're that hung up over something, clearly something went wrong. What went wrong, I don't know. But clearly there's an issue and a breakdown somewhere. But if this is how you're determining where you're going to go play college football. Imagine if he did commit to Oregon and you were going through this right now. Like this would yeah. be I mean, the Dante Moore stuff was tough because yeah. that happened the week of signing day. This is a whole other thing. So yep. he is, he is a te- he's technically listed in their student directory, but that does not mean he's enrolled in the university. And as I was pointing out, so tomorrow is the deadline right. to enroll in the university to start taking classes next Monday. That's the latest that he can do it Friday, January 12th. And if he enrolls tomorrow and he's there and all that, he can play in spring ball. But if he doesn't, spring football and early enrollee is gone, and we'll see what happens from there. The ugly side to the NIL recruiting world. Jane Rashada in Florida. Uh, All right, coming up next, let's dive into the NFL. The Vikings host the Giants. A lot of people kind of like the Giants maybe as a road road dog. How they're feeling in Minnesota. Matthew Collar will join us, purpleinsider.com, and then Ken Barkley at 8 for all his picks. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this, Let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents The Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. And some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing, born at the beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Thursday, brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company, born at the beach, online at pelicanbrewing.com. It is Super Wildcard Weekend, and we are very excited for Super Wildcard Weekend, and the theme of the Daily Ticker in the next couple of days is going to be talking about all these games. Let's go to one that I know both of us are excited about, and that is in Minnesota, the Vikings and the Giants, a rematch of a game that just happened a couple weeks ago. Joining us now is our friend Matthew Collar, and Matthew Collar on Twitter. We'll give him a follow. He covers the Vikings at uh, Purple Insider uh, and hosts a podcast as well, Purple insider.com Matthew good morning to you man where where's the pucker factor on this one we know it's Kirk Cousins it's the playoffs we know the Vikings history it's the Giants like they're 12 and 4 great year how are people feeling where's the pucker factor on a Thursday yeah I mean I think that Vikings fans are pretty nervous um because I mean they have one of the worst defenses in the entire NFL and that fact has not slipped by these fans <laughs> um they've had to play every single game close every single win except for week one and week uh, 18 has been right down to the wire, including the last time that they played the New York Giants. And I think that if they were going in with a completely healthy offensive line, Vikings fans would still be nervous about Kirk Cousins taking sacks, but they're not going to be completely healthy on the offensive line. Their Pro Bowl right tackle, Brian O'Neill, is out for the season. And, I mean, I know he's not, you know, a household name or anything, but he's one of the best players in the league at his spot. And now they're going to a backup in, in either Ole Udo or, or Blake Brandle, who uh, I guess you folks might know out there, former Oregon State guy. Um, but it's going to be one of those two, and neither one is very inspiring against, you know, a, a Giants defense that can really get after the passers. So I think that, you know, Vikings fans know that this team has, you know, a, a lot of ability to come through at the biggest moments as they have all year long, and they have a lot of guys who are stars and you know, maybe future Hall of Famers, record setters, and all those things, but there also are some weaknesses to this team that can be taken advantage of if the Giants have a good day. Well, Matthew, I I don't want to sound all doom and gloom. We can talk about the actual game itself, but I, I just, in the scenario where if, let's say, the Giants can somehow go in there and they, they win that game, 
would there be any ramifications for the the Vikings in terms of their quarterback position? Because I know I know Kirkers has moments where he does. He looks good. And then he's got games like in Green Bay where he can't complete a pass and he's, you know, he's under duress. He's just even worse. What do you think the future holds at that position for Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, I think that that is the roller coaster that we have all gone on with Kirk Cousins forever <laughs> from a game to game basis, week to week. I mean, it's kind of always been that way. But, you know, I don't think that there is any real chance that they would uh, make a change if um, uh, Matthew Collins. Sorry, guys, just entering the facility here. Oh, you're good. But, but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, Purple Insider. Sorry to do that. Can me. you shout out 1080 the fan to this lady? <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> Get us um, in, too. So, good, okay, thanks. Um, sorry, uh, playoff time, a little different. Normally, I just show the badge and go on in. But, uh, anyway, I won't lose track here to your question. Uh, that uh, You know, I think that um, uh, with Kirk Cousins, the, the way he's performed this year – it's pretty hard to see them making a change. However, they could look at his age and, you know, the numbers this year were just okay and say, you know, we're not going to extend him again. You know, they could kind of, if they lose, they could kind of go the Alex Smith type of route with this and say, you know, even though he is a good quarterback and even though he got them to where they are now and had eight fourth quarter comebacks and all those things, that at the same time, like you're talking about an extension that might look something like Russell Wilson or Matt Ryan's that didn't work out at all, considering how old he is, and they could eventually look to the draft. But I don't know that you could do that this year because there's so many QB needy teams in the draft. Like, who are you getting, right? Like, I think that even Anthony Richardson, who might not be the greatest prospect in the world, will still go top 10 or something just because there's so many teams that need a quarterback. So I think that Cousins, at very least, will play out his contract, but I wouldn't be surprised that after this, if ownership steps in and says, no, that we want him to be a Viking for life. I mean, that's kind of how he's changed the narrative. It's amazing what winning does for you, even if it's not impressive winning all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just, I just don't see them making an immediate change, even if they lose. You mentioned the defensive struggles. We're talking with Matthew Collar, who covers the Vikings, purpleinsider.com. He's uh, heading over to talk to the coordinator. So we only got a couple more minutes with him, but you, you mentioned the defensive struggles. Is, is it a talent issue? I mean, they go from Zimmer to an offensive mind and head coach. Is it a coordinator issue? Where are fans putting that blame and how little, little trust is there in that defense? Yeah, I think we probably go 60% coordinator issue and 40% personnel issue. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's been, it's, been, it's been strange, guys. And, you know, I've watched Mike Zimmer uh, for many years here. He's such a great defensive mind. And even when they had major injuries and couldn't rush the pass over the defensive line and all sorts of things, Zimmer would usually find a way to at least put a competent uh, defense out on the field. There was only a handful of times where they didn't. And in this case, I don't think they've ever been competent outside of maybe week one. Um, they just, you know, Harrison Smith is one of the best box safeties of probably the last 10 years. And they play him in like a deep half type of player. And it's just, you know, there's a lot of player usage that's been questionable. Any team that knows how to run a slant with a wide receiver gets wide open. Um, and that hasn't really changed. It took half the season for them to know that you can blitz the quarterback. Like there's just a lot of issues that have been there. Um, and I think that, you know, even you know, just listening to Kevin O'Connell talk on a weekly basis, you could hear his frustration with the defense coordinator at Donatel. So I think, you know, you go into this game and it's like you look at Daniel Jones. I mean, he's not a scary quarterback, but the last time he played against them, I mean, it was like peak Eli Manning or something. I mean, he was just <laughs> incredibly, he was incredibly confident in that game, found receivers all over the field. 
and it hasn't really changed at all. And I think, you know, if they're going to win this game, it probably has to be 31-28 or something like that because there's just not a lot of belief that they're going to scheme up lots of ways to slow down the Giants, even if the Giants don't have a scary offense. Yeah, last one for you, Matthew, and then we'll let you get going and, and get your content up for the day. Um, what's your prediction for the game? And somehow, some way, how Justin Jefferson has exceeded expectations of him when he was taken in the draft? Oh, yeah. Well, I think, what was he, uh, the fifth wide receiver taken in, in that draft? <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, with, with Jefferson, I think, I mean, his talent is, is incredible. But it really comes down to, for me, his character. I mean, this is one of the most competitive people that I've been around. And every year he has gone to the offseason not saying, hey, look at me, look how great I am. It's been, I've got to get better, I've got to get better. And, and everybody can say that, but he shows that. Every year he's gotten better and more dynamic. And, uh, you know, he just found a, a coordinator that really believed that he would be the centerpiece of the offense rather than a running back. And it's, and it's worked out. Um, as far as the game, actual game goes, I think 31-28 kind of sounds good to me. Uh, which way that goes, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> but, uh, I, you know, I've called it a coin flip all week long. I think that's right. But if you, if you made me pick, I would probably say the Vikings because they're at U.S. Bank Stadium. Great stuff. Matthew Collar, PurpleInsider.com. All our Vikings fans out there, go forgive them a follow on Twitter, at Matthew Collar. We always appreciate the time, uh, even though you're running around doing stuff and it's playoff week. We really appreciate it. Have fun covering that game. And if they win, we'd love to catch up again soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. There you go. Matthew Collar of PurpleInsider.com. Interesting one this weekend, man. I, you know, a, a little bit biased, but I think the most intriguing game for my money is Chargers and Jags just because of the young quarterbacks, first time they're there. And a lot of that is my my love of Justin Herbert. To me, it's a 1A, 1B, though. I think the second most interesting game this weekend is is Vikings and Giants because I genuinely don't know what to expect. The, the Vikings are 13-4, and four, and nobody trusts them. Nobody has any faith because they won so many one-score close games and they had a couple of bad blowouts along the way, and there's just there's no buy-in. you got Kirk Cousins who is going into the final year of his contract next year. He's got one year, basically $35 million left on his deal, so what do you do with Kirk Cousins if you lose this game? There's just a lot of ramifications. Brian Dayball, maybe coach of the year, what he did with the Giants. It's a 1A, 1B. Yeah. This game's going to be a lot of fun Sunday. Yeah, it's, um, it's just not very – common that you see a coach and a fan base so irate with one side of the ball's coach but having that kind of record to be 12 and 4 the 13 alarm, and 4 13 and 4 thank you i forgot the alarming game was at the end of the season it was green bay yeah to go to green bay you're playing for a two seed I'm not suggesting you should beat Green Bay in that spot. It's not easy. Not everybody's the Detroit Lions. Yeah, they were playing better late in the year, the Packers were. But they got absolutely waxed in that game. That game was over from the start. They just didn't show up. And Yeah, that one and the Dallas game a couple of weeks before that where it was 40 to oh, nothing. Oh, man, they got – yeah, I remember that one too. I think I bet the Vikings in that one. You took um, the over in the game and it didn't hit because right. the Vikings couldn't score and Dallas scored. It was like 52 <laughs> was the over and it was like 40 to 7 the final. Uh, but I, what do you do a quarterback? I I know it's your guy. We almost do it as a joke at this point. But, like, really, you're going to tell me next year you're just running it back with him? He's got one more year on his deal. You're not going to try to trade? You're not going to – he's just going to run it back with Kirk Cousins again? I just – I feel like they well, continue the to do this over and over again. Sure. And it's, it's 
I understand frustration from Viking fan. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about this. A couple of thoughts on this matchup and and a couple of the notes out of the NFC because I feel like we've talked a lot about the AFC games. Uh, we we got to keep going in on the NFC. We'll have some more on, obviously, Super, Bowl, uh, Super Wildcard Weekend coming up tomorrow on our Football Friday. Uh, Ken Barkley coming up at the top of the hour. But a couple of thoughts on this game, the ramifications for Minnesota if they are to lose, and the local tie-ins in this game. There's a lot of them going on. Isaiah Hodgins had his best game of the year a couple of weeks ago against uh, uh, Minnesota as a New York Giants. So a lot of local ties. We'll talk a little bit more about this one next on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, Ken Barkley coming up top of the hour. Got some other NFL notes to get to. A controversial move in the Pac-12 happened. We've been talking about that. Well, controversial for some, I should say. Controversial? Yeah, somebody uh, texted me, did I miss something? When did Dirt and Kirkers break up? I know. I guess even the best love stories come to an end. I said, we have not broken up yet. I need to defend my boy. You're not getting real. You used to actually get angry about this, and now did, you're kind of yeah. like, yeah. I mean, You're right. Look, he's not great. Okay, he's not great. We've always known he's not great. Here's here is where I will push back though, just to a hair. I I find it funny how much we focus on that. Well, I don't find it funny because it's the most important position on the field. But when things don't go wrong, it's usually the first thing that we point the finger at. Like, hey, what's going on with quarterback? Like, why is your quarterback better? Why? I mean, is when they do go wrong, yeah. When they do go wrong, and and when they go right, we always it's the first thing we point to. Hey, court, like the 49ers are getting this. Brock Purdy has gotten more headlines over the last two months than maybe any quarterback in the NFL, and he is, I mean, let's be honest, 78% of that success is because he's playing with the best team in the entire National Football League. You said he's better than Jimmy G. (laughs) He is better than Jimmy G, and he's proven that you don't need to be a great quarterback to win in San Francisco, and anybody who said the Niners won because of Jimmy Garoppolo has been proven a complete idiot. Now, on the Minnesota Vikings, if they are to lose this weekend, the question on Kirk Cousins and his future. One, so a reminder, he's got one more year left on his contract next year, paying him about $35 million. And then it's it. So he signed that two-year extension. It was for this current season and next season. He's going to be 35 next year. So he got one more year left on that deal. I think the question that I would ask is, how do they lose? And is it truly Kirk Cousins' fault? Like, if they disappoint, they go 13-4 and four and you lose in the wild card round of the, uh, the playoffs, that would be a major disappointment for Vikings fans because of their history, because of all the things they've been through. We don't need to repeat that. Their defense is legitimately, like, in the five bottom five of every major category. Outside of rushing yards per game, at which point they're only in the t- bottom 10 in the NFL. When you look at yards per game, there's only one defense in the NFL that gives up more yards per game than them. It's the Detroit Lions. Uh, passing yards per game, there's only one defense in the NFL that gives up more passing yards per game. That was the Tennessee Titans. And in points per game allowed, there is only one, two, three, four defenses that gave up more points per game than the Minnesota Vikings. Those teams are the Indianapolis Colts, drafting, drafting in the top five, the Detroit Lions, that's a miracle they won that many games with that well, bad of a defense. Def- their defense, their numbers defensively, if you would have bro- you got to break their season up defensively. They were kind of a tale of two halves. Yeah. Remember how bad the beginning of that season was? Like Seattle scored 50 points and ran all over them. Like yeah. they had some really bad games defensively. Very true. They got better as the year went on. Uh, Arizona is second worst in points per game, drafting in the top five. Mm-hmm. Chicago has the number one overall pick. They were the worst defense in the NFL. And so I think the, the Kirk Cousins thing, this is the only thing I ever point out about Kirk, is like, 
if they come out and score 30 points in this game and they lose 35 to 30, nobody will point at Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and, and, unless he throws a pick and it Unless he throws a costly <laughs> pick in the fourth quarter, even if he has a great three quarters and their defense can't get a stop. I just this is where I will defend him of, you know, he's getting up there in age. I don't know what they're going to do in the future. You're not moving on cuz you got one more year left whether you win or lose this weekend, but it should be pointed out in his defense. His his defense has been horrible all season and they still won 13 games this year. You're 100% right on that. The defense has been their weak spot. The frustrating angle, I think, if you were to look at the Minnesota Vikings. Do you know the Minnesota Vikings, despite what the quarterbacks playing are this weekend, do you know the Minnesota Vikings are the worst DVOA team in the playoffs? <laughs> it doesn't surprise me at all. But, like, look at the record. It doesn't won make sense. How many one-score games did they win? Nine? nine all of them? I yeah. mean, geez, they, they come back against the Colts I think uh, they a couple only, weeks back. Let me pull this up. I think they only had, so in week one, they, they smoked Green Bay. Remember, that was like, oh, God, what's wrong with Green Bay? That's when it started. Yeah. The, uh, I'm just trying to see if they had any other more than one score games. I'm still scrolling, still scrolling. Outside of their losses, too, because you mentioned the Cowboy game. They, they only had two well all yeah. year. So 11 of their 13 wins were one score games. And the majority, the vast majority, the overwhelming majority of them went in the win column, which... Yeah, I, they didn't lose one. All their losses were by double digits. Which I would actually say, keep an eye on that for next year. Because all of the history in the NFL says, if that goes your way one year, it ain't going your way the next year. It will balance out. So the Vikings are interesting because the record would indicate a very good team. You're absolutely right to point the defense out. The defensive coordinator was a mess. The fans have been pissed with it all year. They never were a stout unit, and it's put them in a lot of bad spots. That being said, they also have games where their offense just disappears. disappears. Yeah. And I don't know what that is. I don't think it's all Kirkers, but... It's it's inconsistency, I think, on the offensive line. Because I've seen games where he's got okay pass protection. I've seen games where he's getting blitzed all day. Yeah, as Matthew just pointed out, they're without a starting offensive lineman this weekend. As good as Justin Jefferson was this year and is this year, stud, maybe the best receiver in football, Adam Thielen's kind of taken a step back. It's something people haven't talked about. Is Adam Thielen physically not quite the same? An okay year, but not of past Adam Thielen seasons and part of that is Justin Jefferson's getting most of the production now I just I, I find them to be such a bizarre team it's why I'm betting the Giants if, if what's that line at two and a half three uh, I believe it's a three if you get a hook on at any one point you have to out of principle take <laughs> the New York Giants yes you do because they the, the Vikings just don't make sense metrics don't make sense with the Vikings record it doesn't <laughs> The, the other funny part, too, is they literally just played a month ago uh, or three weeks ago, whatever it was, and it was a 27-24 Vikings. Yes. I think they won on a last-second field goal, Yes, if I'm not mistaken. That was a very weird game. Every game with the Minnesota Vikings this year is weird. I know Swag's thinking about fandom for coming Divisional Weekend. I, I'm going to tell you right now, if you couldn't handle the 40 years of Cowboys football, I don't think you're built for what the Minnesota Vikings do. Imagine being a Vikings fan and all the heartbreak that they've been through. The line, by the way, on DraftKings is at three right now. I, I have a cousin that lives in Minneapolis, and I went and visited him in May, and you know the stadium is, God, dude, I'm telling you, you got if you ever go there, that the stadium, stadium is awesome. looks sweet. And I asked about it because he had like a half, I think he got half-season tickets. And so he went to a lot of games this year, and he's kind of, immersed himself into being a Viking fan. He lives there, not really a diehard sports guy, but it's like, what the hell, right? And he's just like, you wouldn't believe this city, man. What this city's been through with this franchise. And I'm like, yeah, it's been happening for a long time. He goes, I got friends that are scarred, their dads are scarred, <laughs> and their dad's dads are scarred. And that's what the Vikings do to you. Yeah. But 
cool logo, the Skull Vikes thing where they do the clap. It's badass. It's one of the best home atmospheres in pro sports. And, you know, purple doesn't work for everybody. It works rather well with a team called the Vikings. And yet every week you just, you're so uncertain of what they're going to give you. They could blow out the Giants this weekend. They could outright lose to the Giants this weekend. <laughs> I have no feel for it. And I, I kind of feel for Viking fan. I commend you. I'm pulling for the Vikings. And this I feel for you. Yeah, I'm pulling. I know you got the local stories. Hodgins had a big game against Minnesota a couple weeks ago, uh, obviously from Oregon State. Kayvon, who's been in hot water here the last two weeks, he said, come on really strong as a rookie here late in the season. So you got local ties with the Giants. Yeah, Blake Brandell, though, is on you the do, Minnesota on Viking the Vikings. Line. And I love Brian Dayball, man. Him trying to, you know, be a fat guy rocking the goatee. Got, you know, uh, respect to you. Uh, it's a good look. And he's trying to pull it off. I, I like. Oh, you don't think he is pulling it off? No. You say a, try. I mean, it's not a good Lives. Really? Look up pictures of him in the last couple of weeks of the season. It's a it's a rough look. Okay. He's like a bald fat guy with just like it's like a pencil thin goatee. Yeah, you know. All right. Maybe go full beard there. He's got look. he's got too much swagger. If he does it, I'm just assuming it's cool. <laughs> he's smoking a cigar with a pair of sunglasses. It just pulls it off. Yeah. So I the Giants are a really fun story this year, but I am pulling for Minnesota. In terms of like underrated misery city index ratings. Many, I mean, I know the Twins won the two World Series uh, 30 years ago. It's a long time now. That was a long time ago. You think of the Vikings and all their – it's nothing but heartbreak for the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. The Timberwolves have been irrelevant their entire organizational yes. history outside of one year. They went to the conference finals. Yeah, but even then you weren't totally buying them that No, season. I mean, you had Garnett, so you thought, hey, maybe mm-hmm. they'll get there, but they kind of came out of nowhere, and then Garnett leaves and wins a championship in Boston. Once he leaves, yep. the Twins, to that point, they have. Lo- I think they have a, like lost a million playoff games in a row. We go through that every year in the baseball playoffs. Whenever they make it, it's like, oh, here they go. They're going to play the Yankees. They can't Yankees beat the Yankees. Yankees are going to sweep them. Yankees have won like 30 <laughs> straight playoff games against them. And so that's a, the misery index is pretty high at Minneapolis, and I'm pulling for the Vikings this weekend. But I do think in terms of games of excitement, this is going to be an awesome. Something dumb's going to happen. Kirk's going to throw a bad pick. Like something weird is going to take place in this game. Daniel Jones trips and falls <laughs> on an eighty-yard run. <laughs> Go ahead, touchdown. He falls at the fifty-yard line. This is going to be an awesome game. I have no feeling on. I'm not going to gamble on it because it's like I. Yeah, but I can't wait for Minnesota, New York. It's kind of like being friends with a couple that you know is ultimately going to get divorced, but you keep being (laughs) friends because you kind of enjoy the S show that you get from time to time because you're not in an S show of a relationship. It's entertaining, man. It is. Dance clown. Well, these clowns are going to dance for us. Then you get to go home and be like, can you believe they live like that? (laughs) How do they survive? Uh, Minnesota, New York should be a lot of fun. We've got a lot to get to in the final hour. A controversial decision to some in the Pac-12. We'll tell you what that is. The Blazers are back in action tonight. Dear God. Please need a win. The Cavs are in town. Uh, we'll start, though, with Ken Barkley, our good buddy from BetMGM, and uh, we'll get his thoughts on the wild card weekend, the lines that he likes, all that. Ken Barkley kicks off the final hour next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can 
put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.